0: Hi, and welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast, co-hosted by Abby Thiering, the Badass Breastfeeder, and Diane Cassidy, IBCLC.
1: Hey, welcome to episode 15, I think it is. Can't count anymore, but 15, and we are going to talk about nursing aversions, and I'm Diane. I'm Abby. And here we are. So tell us about nursing aversions. What are we going to learn? Okay,
0: let me tell you about the last six years of my life. Okay. Here's my here's my second aversion. Mommy. Yes, <laughs> I was got pregnant with Jack. I mean, I got pregnant with Exley when I was Mommy. when Jack was almost. Well, no, he's no. He's a little over two when I got pregnant with Exley, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna breastfeed. I want a tandem nurse. I really, really wanted a tandem nurse. I know a lot of people. Most people, I think. Find themselves in this situation, you know. They think, "Oh God, I'm still breastfeeding. I didn't know I was going to be breastfeeding this long, and now I'm pregnant. I don't want to wean. What do I do?" Um, I had a very unusual situation where I I got so comfortable with breastfeeding Jack, and I really wanted to to continue, but I also really wanted the experience of tandem nursing. Mm-hmm. So I got pregnant, knowing that I wanted to continue. I got pregnant. I, I got pregnant on purpose. So I knew I was pregnant and then I knew I was still breastfeeding and I didn't want to stop breastfeeding and I wanted to have the tandem nursing experience. Okay. Um, so I was like 30, I don't know, 32, 34 weeks pregnant with Exley and everything had been fine. And Jack had, you know, you know, your milk supply drops mm-hmm. and Jack had kind of stopped nursing a little bit and it was, he was, uh, you know, it was less frequent. And I was like, Oh my God, he's going to wean. Oh my God. i was so sad. Um, but he didn't, he kept, you know, he did it a couple times a day and then towards the end he started nursing more. I feel like he just kind of, he, he could feel the kind of, um, you know, the, the anxiety build in the house over, you know, a new baby was coming, you know, it starts to get closer. Everyone's kind of getting excited and he could feel the excitement. So he was, he was nursing more and I was sitting it. I was sitting in in the rocking chair one day, breastfeeding him, and I was overcome with this intense and almost completely unbearable feeling of you can't even describe it. Mm -hmm. Anyone who's experienced this knows that there are no words for it. We use words like (sighs) heebie-jeebies, cockroaches crawling on your skin, Mm -hmm. um, a desire to run through a brick wall a like anxiety and rage and sadness and madness all in one emotion. Mm -hmm. And it's all a physical and emotional thing all. And it came on in a snap of a finger. And I thought, Holy balls. What is this? And I, it it was, it was, it was intense. And I, I thought, Oh God, I have to unlatch. him." I unlatched him and it was gone. Completely gone. And from that moment on, whenever I latched him on, I had this intense reaction to him. And it was horrible. And so now I have this new baby who I'm trying to breastfeed. And then I have this older baby, older ba- older toddler who is like, now there's all this colostrum and there's new milk and he's all excited and... <laughs> It was every time he (laughs) – I started to get – I started to have like PTSD because he would like – he would walk into the room and I would just feel like, "Uh, uh," you know, like I could see him coming towards me and I'd be like I wanted to just put on one of those like – you know, Madonna has those like metal bras. Yeah. I'd put on like some armor (laughs) and I'm like, oh my God, please don't ask the nurse. Oh God, please. And, you know, he – and then so, okay. So then the horrible thing happened of where I was like I just cannot manage this all – because before before that i had never ever drawn a single boundary with breastfeeding with him i didn't have to he was my only child it never even occurred to me to be like oh no not right now you know mm-hmm. and then he'll just live you right. know it just never occurred to me and so now i'm like oh my god i cannot i cannot breastfeed him on demand anymore i can't i have to create boundaries and long story short it was an awful 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 few months of trying to work out that with him. But I had to put up some serious, you know, boundaries with him because I couldn't handle it, uh, on, uh, you know, on demand like that anymore. Yeah. And people, people say like, Oh, you know, I have to wean and I don't know what's wrong with me. I think I'm going crazy because people don't, this isn't being talked about. It's like not something that you hear a lot about. Um, and it's real. Mm-hmm. It's very real. It's a very real thing, and there's I think there's a lot. You know, it's debatable of what causes it. You know, people say I think it happens a lot. It happens a lot more frequently in pregnant. Happens a lot more frequently in pregnancy because your hormones are going crazy. Yeah, hormones. Um, you know, then there's people that say, well, maybe your biological clock is kind of. You know, it's is tapping on the face of the watch going like, uh, this is a giant child it's time to wean, you know, kind of relating it to, I'm not saying that you should wean, you know, and that there's any time that you should wean because I'm still breastfeeding Jack and he's six years old. So there, <laughs> um, but he, you know, there's a lot of people say, you know, you think about like, think about an ape, like you think about an ape with like a big, kind of like a bigger, toddler you know her own toddler mm-hmm. and you'll see them just like they'll come up to nurse and they'll nurse for like a for like a minute or something and she just whacks them she just like wax them off, off. Me. she's like get off yeah. get off done. you know you're done and that's kind of like what it be- becomes is like they get a little older breastfeeding doesn't feel the same and maybe it's a little annoying or maybe you're having nursing aversion or whatever and it's perfectly fine to be like okay okay enough you know i'll see you again in a few hours right because it's really, and this is what I hear a lot too, is women are like, I said no, and they just cried and cried and cried and I can't handle it. And I hear you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is exactly what we went through. And I couldn't really go back because I was nursing this newborn and I like physically could not handle nursing him. I mean, Jack would cry, not my newborn, the, the Jack, the older one. Mm-hmm. I couldn't handle it. And he, he cried one day until he threw up. Oh my gosh. And that's like when you're just like, okay, I'm the shittiest mother on the planet, right? Like I'm just the worst. No. But,
1: but you also, you have to do what you, you have for to, you. yeah, for your, you have to have the exactly. boundaries and you have but to you, do some, you have to do, if you're not, if this is not working for
0: you, how is it going to work for him? And this is when we talk about when is it time to wean? Because mm-hmm. people will say, when do I wean? You said when it's no longer working for you and your child. Right. And I didn't wean Jack, but, uh, but I, I, I cut it down to the point that I could handle it mm-hmm. and I still nurse him to sleep at night. He nurses one time a day at night to go to sleep and I, you know, I chew on my lips and I like dig my finger into my cheek and I do all of these things so I can get through those two minutes Um, and it, you know, okay, I manage it and that's it. Um, but if it's no longer, yeah, if it's no longer working, then that's, that's when you think about how, how it's maybe the end
1: or you find a way to make it work.
0: Yeah. I, I actually wrote a blog post, like eight ways to cope with nursing aversion and like everything crazy from like, you know, and it's also stupid because like, obviously, if you're stressed out and you're tired, it's so much worse. Mm-hmm. But who's not what mom is not stressed out and tired. Right. So, you know, it's like things like that. Well, you need more sleep. Well, you know, come on. You can't say that to people. But I but it do, I notice the days that I'm stressed out, especially now because now Exley is over three years old and I'm starting to feel it with him, too. And there's times where like they're both just like getting into it and I'm so stressed out and Exley's like, booby, 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 And I'm like, I physically cannot right now. Mm-hmm. Like I physically cannot get myself to pull my shirt down for you. I can't. And I, he has to have, he has to have his big meltdown. He has to have a big crying fit. And I say, no, you know, I'll hold you. I'll do this. You know, would you like a snack? Would you, are you thirsty? Do you, and I try to, you know, meet his need, mm-hmm. but I say, no, no.
1: And sometimes you just have to. I mean, you're always going to have a situation where your kid is not going to be happy,
0: exactly with the choice that exactly. you make for him. And there's something about breastfeeding that just makes it like, yeah, it's like, and then it becomes because it becomes like personal between you and your child or something. You know, it's like, like saying no to candy is, you know, it's like, okay, no, I said no. You know, and then but then you say no to breastfeeding, and it's like so you feel so much more guilty for know. some reason. Know. You, you worked so hard for it. You worked so hard to get there, you know. And then it's like, well, now it's turning, it's back on me. It's causing me to, you know, it's it's making me hate it. And it's not fair. It's not. But but you're not crazy. And nursing aversion is a very very real thing. And the that ape that's like throwing her t- <laughs> tossing her little ape aplet. I don't know ape. what, they're called, what they called. What do they call? Just don't toss your child out of the tree. That's no, right. don't toss your child. But yeah. you know, you could say, you could say not right now.
1: Right. And and distract him with something else. Like that's when people do ask yes. me about weaning when it's time for them. Mm-hmm. That is one of the things that I talk to them about is a lot of it it's not at this age, it's not about the nutrition necessarily. No. It's the comfort and it's what they're losing when they give up that nursing. So you have to replace that. You, you yeah. can't just like no, you're done. And go on and, you know, go talk to your friend on the phone. Like you right, have right. to do something and read a book and snuggle or cuddle or whatever it is. It's going to meet that need for them at that time.
0: And you have to, you have to, you have to let them have their feelings. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to watch your child have a meltdown and want something that you have wanted so bad in the past, you know, something that you, like I said, worked so hard for and something that became so important for you guys, breastfeeding, you know, it's so important, such an important thing between a mom and a child. And then to have to say no to it is awful. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I you know, that you're going to feel awful, but your your child's going to feel awful, but they're going to be okay. You're there. And again, you could say, you know, you say all these things and you, and you, this is what I did. I, you know, I'm not going to, we're not going to do Booby boobies, what we call it in my house, very sophisticated. Um, and you know, we're not going to do booby. but you know, I'm going to hold you, I can hold you or I can rock you or I can put you in the carrier and, you know, try to do something to hold them close. Or I went out when I, when I was trying to create all these boundaries with Jack, I went out and I went to the store and I bought every piece of junk I could find <laughs> At the, at the grocery store. I'm like, oh, you like salami? Here. Here's all kinds of salami whenever you want it. Here's like, you know, here's your chocolate chip granola bar. And I'm not saying, you know, bribe your child. But but if you're desperate to get, the people who are experiencing nursing aversion understand me right now. Mm-hmm. That if you need to create that, create new, a new routine in your house, then these things will work for creating distraction. And they work really well, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're still going to have the meltdowns, but eventually the routine will change. Right.
1: And they get past it. They do. It's not the end of the world. And and if you are experiencing a nursing aversion, I would definitely like it's it's going to like take you by surprise. Most likely still talk to somebody about it, like talk to another breastfeeding mom, because maybe she's been through the same thing. And it really – it's not talked about. Nobody says anything. And, again, you don't want to say anything about it because you feel like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to look like a bad mom. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a really weird feeling to have when you go from feeling like you're doing the best thing to nurturing your child to saying, I can't stand this anymore. Like it's – that's a a lot to consider all of a sudden. Yes. I remember – and I don't know if you want to, if you can put this under the umbrella of a nursing aversion, but it certainly seemed like it to me, but I was very early in. So probably still, I'm sure I know still dealing with the hormones of having this baby with my first one. And just, I remember latching him and just going, Oh my God, I can't stand this. I can't mm-hmm. stand it. I don't want to do this. I can't believe I'm going to have to do this for how many months or whatever, like, I can't, I can't do it. And it just, the feel of it and I just didn't like it. And I tell people all the time, like I was not a happy breastfeeder in the beginning. I really was not. It just had to force myself every time in the beginning to, to really make it work. And it it was really hard. It really is. If you're not feeling it, it's hard.
0: Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and who knows? Because we say we talk about breastfeeding aversion or nursing aversion. And like, what is that, you know, it's like, really, you're the one who has to decide if this is what you're experiencing. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, again, like we said, like, it's really common in pregnant women, but it happens to women of all, you know, of all at all stages in their breastfeeding. And, you know, maybe you're, like you said, you don't know if if it's called breastfeeding nursing aversion fewer. or if it was just, you know, who knows? This right. is not the point. Right. Is that, is that breastfeeding can be really awful sometimes. <laughs> and like, we're not allowed to talk about that because it's like, well, we're breastfeeding advocates. We're supposed to try to help people choose breastfeeding and see how awesome breastfeeding is. And that's fine. And that's cool. Let's do that. Except that if we, if we don't try to tell people ev- the whole story, then uh, we're not really helping anybody.
1: Right. But it's, I mean, just like anything else in life, if we're going to normalize this, like we talk about in every stinking podcast that we do, how important it is to normalize it, mm-hmm. then, then let's put it out there like everything else. There's certain things that we all, we love to do that sometimes we don't like to do. Yeah. There's plenty of things. We could put sex in that category. You could put mm-hmm. eating in that category. <laughs> you can put right. sleeping in that category, like whatever, that you love it. But there are some days where you're like, I want nothing to do with this right now.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's just the same thing, you know, I mean, it's just, it's where it is. I personally, like you said, there's like, we don't know what causes it or whatever, but I do think hormones play a huge role in all the fields and that's, you know, you have to just consider like, is there something going on there with your hormones that would bring this on?
0: Yeah. And that's the other thing I, like, you know, when I talk about this stuff on the, on the, uh, on the page, you know, t- hormones and who knows nursing aversion, we're experiencing this and, you know, people are like, well, you know, it's time to wean. maybe not. And, th- and this is like another thing I think where people uh, don't want to share these things because people are always quick to be like, well, it sounds like it's time to wean. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you need to listen to your body. It sounds like your body is telling you to wean. Okay well, how do you know? I mean, how do you know my body's telling me to do? And, (laughs) you know, the, the bring up things hardships around breastfeeding because people are so quick to tell us to wean. And I think, I do think that that's why women stop talking about these things so much. So be careful who you talk to. You know, you might not want to talk to your coworker who doesn't have any kids. Like, right. oh, I'm having this really hard time. Because they'll be like, well, why don't you just wean then? Right, And you know, you're like, well, I, I'm just, you know, I, I've said this before. You know, when you have problems at your job or you have problems and you're married, people never say, well, you should just quit. No, I guess you should just get divorced. Right? Nobody says that about these things. But when it comes to breastfeeding, it's just like, well, you should quit. And I don't know what the deal is with that. But, you know, when, when you're talking about these kinds of things, and you're, you know, it, it's very frustrating to hear this, to, you, you People talk about these things because they want to work them out. They want, you know, it's like I want to be breastfeeding and I'm having a hard time and I need to kind of, you know, figure out what I want to do or just like, pro- you know, just process the situation with someone. Mm-hmm. Um And so the best person to do that with is another breastfeeding mom. Right. Because they are not going to be like, you know, just wean. Hopefully they won't say that because they'll know it's not that easy. And but that- I think that that's why people end up not, that's why a lot of these things don't get talked about because it's hard to talk about them with, People who don't understand,
1: I agree, and sometimes we automatically will go to you know the people that you talk to every day, maybe it's your mom, maybe it's your sister or whatever, mm-hmm. and if they are people that didn't breastfeed or that breastfed in an era where you know information was very, very different, they yeah. might go out right ahead and tell you, oh, it's you know, you should just wean sometimes it's better to talk to somebody that isn't so close to your life. Because those people want to fix your life. If you complain about something, they want to fix it. And it's the same with, you know, a partner. It's the same with everything. I mean, it's just, that's how it is. And no matter what I say to my husband, he wants to try to fix it. Like he could have nothing to do with it. And he really has to like mentally tell himself, I just need to listen to her complain because she doesn't need me to fix this problem. Because I've said to him a zillion times, I don't want you to fix this. I want you to listen. And that's Yeah. And it,
0: yeah, especially men.
1: Yeah,
0: I think that's a thing with men they is like do. you're telling them something, and so they're like, they're they automatically think, okay, this is a problem I need to fix. It's like something in the brain chemistry or something, yeah. Yeah, and it's normal, it's normal for them to have that thought. So then you're like, okay, so right. yeah, just listen, don't.
1: And you get the same thing like when you tell your <clears throat> pediatrician, if you go to your pediatrician and say, oh my gosh, I'm so tired, the baby was up four oh. times during the night nursing. They're going to try to fix that problem for you because you're complaining to them about it. And it's a normal complaint. Absolutely. But you don't if you don't want to hear them say to you, you have to wean your child at night because they're six months and shouldn't be breastfeeding at night anymore, which we know is not necessarily the case. But that's going to be the response more than likely. And if that's not what you want to hear, then you can't say that to them. You you have to really kind of think about who it is that you're saying this to. But most of the time, another breastfeeding mom is going to understand.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: It's just, it's a very, very difficult thing. And you're not a bad mom by doing it. You're not, you know, you're not a bad mom for saying, I just... This is, I, can't, I, I hate, hate breastfeeding. It. Right. It's like, I hate it right now. I just do not want anything to do with this. Yeah.
0: If you hate it, to, and that's the thing with, you know, there's that saying, don't quit on a bad day. Mm-hmm. And so if you, you know, if you're having a bad day, try to get through it. If you're having a series of like several mostly bad days, well, you know, then talk some more about it. And if you come to the decision to wean, it's okay. Right. You know, it's, that's, that's okay. And if you decide not to wean, then you can find ways to deal with nursing aversion. It really sucks and it's really hard. And, you know, most of the things that I've focused on over the years is distraction. I mean, from, I lay down, I lay down with Jack to go to sleep at night and (laughs) I don't think I've actually ever said this publicly, (laughs) but I lay him down and I put like a little, um, like a little washcloth over his face (laughs) and I look at my phone he know, he's six. He knows what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. He's just like, here, he hands me the washcloth. I latch him on. I put it over his eyes so that the phone glare doesn't go in his eyes. And I, I breastfeed him for two, I tell him two minutes. And he says, okay. And I I open my phone and I go to the most controversial thing I can find. So I'll go to like the White House oh my God. Facebook page. Hilarious. And open up some story and just read the comments. It's just, I mean, it's awesome. Because people are on the internet, like, you know, there are some comment threads on the internet that are just super winners. And they're very (laughs) distracting. You know, you can't, you can't, you're reading, you're going, oh my God, I can't stop reading this. You know, it's like a train wreck. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, that's, that's one of the ways. And again, like, you know, if you have to say no, you know, night feedings, probably like going to bed and waking up and in the night, those are like the really most important to your kid. Probably those are the Mm -hmm. hardest ones. Those are the hardest Um, to give up. For them. Yeah. And so if you need to cut down, if you need to cut down on your nursing sessions, you know, start with like, you know, during the day, cut one out and let your child have a chocolate chip cookie or a chocolate chip uh, granola bar. You know, I mean, if that's not your thing, then choose something else. But I mean, you know, it's like, oh, God, oh, sugar. And, the, the, you know, it's okay. You know, it's okay to give them something that's really exciting and new. This is how you create like new routines. It's like, here's a new, here's a new exciting thing. Okay, well, now I'm not thinking about that anymore. And, you know, if you don't want them to have, you know, a slice of, like, French silk pie every day, then don't give that to them. Give them something else. Giving a new, give them a new exciting, you know, treat of some other kind. Right. Um, and then, you know, another thing that, re- that was working really well for us at the time was, which is hard with a new baby, but if you want to cut out those sessions, you know, getting them to go outside. Like, get up and go outside, and you know get them moving outside which will distract them as well don't hang out in that like favorite nursing chair you know mm-hmm. while you're in this transition cuz you know you sit down and then you know here's the routine so then here comes the big kid who wants to nurse for the 50th time today you know yeah. stay out of that chair you know kind of create like a new a new routine and so distracting yourself and distracting your child and then lots and lots of tears on both ends
1: and I was just going to say that um, if you are in a position where you can go outside instead of, you know, if they're like, oh, hey, you know, if your your child wants to nurse and you're like, let's go swing on the swings. Let's go, you know, like something else that's a, just a distraction for them.
0: Yeah. And fun for them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, yeah. So so you can and then you cut down the, you know, if you, you get get rid of that, get rid of one feeding during the day, that gives you time to kind of have like a sense of your body back. And you can also the thing that we did, too, that really works, I think was working was you can you can say, okay well, you know, take a a couple other nursing sessions during the day and cut them down because, you know, before you were nursing just endlessly until they fell asleep or until they got up again or whatever. Mm -hmm. You can say, okay well, I'm going to set a timer for two minutes or 10 minutes or whatever you can handle Um, or, you know, sit down and I'll sing a song to you. You know, and then when the song is over or when the buzzer goes off or whatever, then then we're done. Right. And so they get to latch on. They know that you're not going to say no. Um, But then it's it's shorter for your sanity.
1: Right. And there's I tell people to do that, like with, you know, when they're trying to wean down anyway, because you can't it's really dangerous to just say, "Okay, I'm done with this and totally stop. That's dangerous. Yeah.
0: That's traumatic. Yeah, it's traumatic that's for everybody. Totally involved. traumatic.
1: Yeah. So that's a great way to do it is to put some kind of time limit on it. Again, the limits and that's limits mm-hmm. are really hard as a mom. No matter how old your kid is, limits yeah. are really hard. Those boundaries are very hard. But putting that into place earlier, if you're really feeling it, does not hurt anything. It can help you feel a lot better no. and enjoy your time with your child.
0: Oh my god! And I say, and I this is like one of the things that I was saying like right after Ashley was born. I was like, I don't, I, uh, the, I have, um, my ma- major regret of that whole thing was not putting in boundaries before Exley came mm-hmm. because then Jack, cause then I was hitting the roof. I didn't know I was going to hit the roof. Who knows? Right. Um, I didn't know breastfeeding aversion was going to like set up, you know, come on to me. I had no idea. And, and then, and then, and then there's a new baby in the house and Jack's reacting to that. And then I'm saying No. To you know there was so much for him to deal with, if I had my regret and if I could do it again, I would start setting boundaries with him before I got pregnant and before Exley came along, so that he was more adjusted to that before the other change came, which was the new baby mm-hmm. you know, and so now, I mean, yeah, if you've got a child, that's like what would you say like over one, mhm, yeah. Totally. Limits are fine for them to start, you know,
1: yeah,
0: they'll get it, you know, and it's going to be upsetting. You're going to watch your child have lots of lots of tantrums and lots of cries. But that's all. It's all about. It's all about learning. Yeah. You know, yeah.
1: And, it's, and it's OK. It really is. It's OK.
0: Yeah.
1: And, you know, once the new um, routine is in place, then you're going to be in a different place with it, too.
0: Yeah, I thought Jack would never. I mean, there was a point where he was like, you know, he would asking me a million times during the day if he could, if he could nurse, and then you know, so like maybe once a day I would say yes and let him latch on. He he's so old now; he like doesn't even know how to latch on. Like he just like one, he just you know, it was like a, it was a time where I could say yes. You know, I was like, here's a time where I can say yes, latch on. He would be like, okay, but and then walk away. Um, but he doesn't even, you know, he doesn't know. He's behind me. I didn't even know it. Yes. Um, he doesn't even ask anymore. Just for for <laughs> <laughs> say that again. That was funny. Can I have booby? You have to say it loud. You have to say it loud. Can I have booby? <laughs> he heard me say it, so now he's asking. That's funny. Um, that was funny. He, he yeah. He doesn't even ask during the day now, and he probably doesn't even know that he doesn't ask every during the day now because it's just totally normal around here. Can now. I have some booby? Yeah, <laughs> you're funny. Okay. <laughs> Oh my gosh so yeah totally totally new routine around here and, and it was it, hard work but you can do it
1: and obviously he's fine like he's not He's totally fine yeah he's fine so I, I i think that we should maybe in another podcast um go over the eight steps or maybe in two more podcasts who knows um go over the eight steps from your blog so that oh you're yeah dealing yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah, totally. Yeah. I can. Yeah, that'd be great.
1: Yeah, I think we we should give our listeners um something to really you know yes. put in their toolkit for it.
0: Yeah. Oh, cool. I'm adding it to the list right now. And
1: does anybody have anything else they want to add to the list? Please. Yeah.
0: You need to email us, and I'll add it to the list. Yeah. So it's that easy. I know. I really have the list right here. <laughs> I can add (laughs) so email us
1: badassbreastfeeder at gmail.com so that we can you know get stuff on there and we would love to hear your feedback on it for sure absolutely all right so more on nursing aversion to come in the future Um, so definitely keep you know Keep hold of that. Put that in the back of your brain and in the back of your mommy brain. And, um,
0: and we that's to, totally going to. It's going to get lost back there. I know,
1: but you know, it'll pop out eventually. <laughs> and we will. Uh, we'll be all over it. So I guess that's it for this installment of Nursing Aversions. Bye. Bye.